The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So now that you've had that discussion, uh, I'd like you to have a little bit uh, further discussion with your partner, partners, and that is, um, in having talked about uh, what you value and love about sila, virtue, um, uh, what is it about valuing and loving or feeling happy around this topic of ethics, virtue, integrity, that uh, can support you in doing uh, Buddhist practice, doing mindfulness? How is this a support for you to do the practice? Your love, your appreciation, your valuing of it. Make sense? And also, one person joined us now, so maybe uh, you want to. Can you maybe you want to join the one in the, maybe right there in the corner? Any any any. any. Okay. Great. Okay. Carry on. So what was that like? What, what was it have, like to have that, those conversations? What came up for you? What, what kind of debrief would you like? What kind of... I suspect that every group had kind of a different flavor, different, different way the conversation went. It's kind of nice to get a, get a feeling of the, of the variety that was here. Is one of the edges. Uh, my name is Anne. Uh, I felt that when I think about uh, living ethically or um, looking at my own ethics or how to respond to a situation that is really has integrity, it's like I'm coming home to myself. It's my home base. Mm. Sometimes things happen, we were talking, something happened at work where there was some question about how to handle something, and uh, there were emails and stuff, and I uh, didn't agree with something someone had said, but I I wasn't clear what it was. It took me a little while to get to, why do I think we should go this way, not that way? And... uh, so sometimes I'm in, it brings me home, but sometimes I don't know how to get home right away <laughs> it, it, to get clear what, what I feel is wrong or how we should handle something. So I feel like if I'm at home in myself, if I come home to myself, then I think it's easier to be mindful because I'm not... Mm. I'm actually responding what's really going on. I'm not having a quick defensive reaction. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of saying, okay, what's happening? Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Someone else, Anne. Um, Anne, um, we had an interesting um, cultural conversation. So that was an interesting flavor to add to the conversation. Having, um, you know, been raised in different cultures, which um, 
had a strong tradition um, of um, values, ethical values. Um, anyway, it, <laughs> there was one of those words. <laughs> and then for me, it comes back, um, and the practice comes back to kindness in the moment, day by day. Nice. Thank you. We talked about um, living within the precepts and how much easier life is when we're uh, not creating actions that cause remorse and guilt and so that's the precepts are where to start mm, nice where to stay <clears throat> great thank you there's one right in the stage <clears throat> Sylvie, um, one word that came with us is, is trust, and um, I, I really feel that, uh, you know, v- virtue is, is bringing trust in my life, in, and related to the practices, it feels like, you know, being in this communi- community there is, there is some trust that probably is coming from virtue. Is that um, I have an experience outside of IMC working in Silicon Valley. Um, but what is interesting is I think that from practicing and being in here, I've kind of outside of here changed my relationships or being more attuned to bringing more virtuous people in my life. Mm. Um, And so kind of creating more trust and more safety. Mm. Very nice. To Mary? the risk of going on and on, I'll start. Um, I think what I love about um, this whole list is that nowhere is punishment connected with anything. Nowhere. Um, The part that bothers me, though, Gail, every time you say perfections, I get... Because, I mean, uh, that's one of my big things. I have to be perfect before I can be acceptable. Mm-hmm. So when you say the ten perfections, I'm never going to be perfect in these mm. things. Never. I think, I, I think, if I may, I think that's a reasonable reaction. 
And um, it, it's just a convention in English to translate it as perfection. It comes from the word para or parama, which can mean uh, ultimate. Or the, and it, maybe in colloquial English, it's the ten best. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's the, it's the ten best virtues. Okay. And maybe we should call the ten best. Okay, thanks. <laughs> that feels a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> a lot better. Um, Gail and I had a, a wonderful discussion. Um, and I think for me, for me, what it was is to be able to express some of these things that, that opened it up mm. for me, that, that increased my understandings. Um, um, you know, like, when you listed those words like ethics, virtue, integrity, morality, I really, I think I retreated into my shell because I had no reaction to those. They were like outside of me. And within our discussion, I realized I did that purposely because those things were never really meant anything to me. Morality, of course, had to do with with a sex and being a bad person. Um, integrity, people use that word in so many ways and, and don't live it that I just like, integrity is not a word for me. Virtue was more like, um, you know, something in the dictionary. I'd have to look it up <laughs> to see what do you mean by virtue. Um, ethics, I mean, that's a course you took in college, right? And what? And what? What? Who lives ethics? So the two that really resonate for me are kindness and caring because people that are kind and caring, they're just kind and caring. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's so obvious that this is who they are and what they are. So that's what I aspire to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think learning these, really investigating these um, ten best things, um, without them, I don't see how I could have any kind of a practice. Um, Because whenever things come up, unconsciously, I don't attach these words to it, but unconsciously, all the things that I've learned from you and from, you know, here I am, see... It gives me a way oh, I'm sorry, to deal with things without, without um, attaching the story that I need to be punished, that I'm bad, that there's no way to be saved unless I believe in a particular prophet. Um, it gives me, I can, I, I see it as, okay, I'm going to go around the horn now. I go around all that stuff and then apply the tools that I've learned. And that's how I decrease the suffering mm. of whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that, telling us all that. That was beautiful. I think he probably spoke for a lot of us. Good. So, um, I hope that this entryway into this topic of sila <clears throat> has made it a little more personal for you. And it's very easy to make it something abstract and other. And <clears throat> if we'd started with listing the five precepts, and I'd said, you know, the Buddha taught five precepts, and to be a good practitioner, we should do five precepts. 
I don't think you, know, you would have created a very different entryway. Maybe some of you wouldn't walk through that door, even. And uh, but uh, I think that we're talking about something that's, you know, a quality of the heart. Something with our something that's really wonderful about our goodness inside, and that goodness can be expressed. That goodness can be supported. That goodness can be nurtured. And uh, the whole uh, topic of sila is about how to uh, discover nurture or develop and express the goodness that we have. And one of the opportunities for that, this goodness is that it can support our practice. And our practice can support our goodness. And they go hand in hand. And, um, and, so, and the ultimate goal in Buddhism, I mean, one way of understanding the goal in relationship to sila is that um, virtue or ethics, precepts, is not something we do, but something we are. They've, so they just become an expression of who we are, as opposed to something we have to put on. It's not like a coat of, you know, a coat you put on. You know, I'm, I'm going to hang out with the Buddhists today, so I'm going to put on the five precepts. <laughs> it's, it's just it's what, what you are. <clears throat> Great. So thank you. Uh, you have a question? Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, um, I, I'd just like to share one thing. So uh, one of my generosity practices was to give money from last session, was to give money to street people. And so I've, I decided I felt more comfortable giving money to street people who were playing a, an instrument and trying to be helpful, I mean, to make a contribution. And, and then um, I had sort of a profound experience because I met an old friend, and she told me that her son is living on the streets and he's schizophrenic. And the phrase that came to mind was, um, um, that's some mother's son. Mm. And, and that has really, um, and there but for fortune go I. And yeah. the same with, you know, women my age pushing carts. It's like, there but for fortune go I. So, um, you know, that's something from the practice of gratitude and, and generosity that I, it's been very meaningful. So in terms of uh, how, you know, ethical behavior or virtuous behavior in relation to other people is to feel uh, uh, that kind of reflection makes us feel very connected, interrelated and not so separate from them. And that can uh, support, uh, you know, uh, our goodness to come out in relationship to them. Nice. I'm so sorry I had to miss the first part of your talk because I was called out on an emergency phone call. But I, what I, you know, I've meditated for some time, and I haven't until now, until this these past months, um, been learning about the Buddhist, you know, um, uh, the perfections, the the, the best, the bestest, the best, yes. <laughs> and what I'm try, what I'd like. I, I, and so I have a sense of what meditation, the power of meditation. And I'm wondering if you could talk about how, again, to incorporate these other, the, the bests and the, uh, in, into our practice and how these sort of inform each other and how they affect each other to, in, uh-huh. you know, in, and, what, and how we can kind of make sure that we're maximizing the ability of these <coughs> things to... <coughs> for asking that. It's music to my ears that someone would ask that, those questions like that. And it's partly what we're doing here today, a little bit. And um, 
and, uh, and, and for specific ideas of how to incorporate it, <clears throat> you know, I have these uh, practices and reflections to give you for this day on virtue. So you can take it home and practice with this and reflect on it at home for the next month. And then let's see what happens in the course of the day. So let's take a break. <clears throat> and let's start in here at uh, 10 after 10. And um, <clears throat> so you can hang out and talk about virtue or the bestest, uh, just informally, and we'll meet again 10, 10 after 10. Thank you. <clears throat>